And we're going, we don't need roads. episode of Off Topic with Two Drunk Guys. I'm Sean Macy and today we've got another rookie. Means I think that means Richard gets off the rookie uh, table because you're now the new rookie, independent filmmaker, Tony Radevsky. <laughs> now I should mention today that you may hear some background noise every so often. We're, uh, we've, we've got we're in background, background? The back end of Marrickville, that's what I wanted to say. The back... <laughs> the back-ass of Marrickville. <laughs> the back-ass of Marrickville. And uh, Tony, you've got your dog with us today. Charlie's with us today and she's with her ball that has a bell in it. Yeah. And look, I'm not going to say that she's needy, but she loves to rub up against you and say, throw the ball in English. She's learned how to speak English. Oh my God. So um, look, this is your first time here. I know you've listened uh, here and there to a couple of the podcasts. Hmm. Which is great, yep. And one of the reasons uh, I asked you in today is, one, we've got a friendship, which is great. But two, you actually have some insight, uh, not into only just watching um, a bit of cinema. And I'm going to say a bit because of the fact that, you know, you uh, do like or tend to watch films that aren't always the top grossing films of all time. Would you say that's correct? Where are you going with this? No, no, no. I'm, I'm just going with, you know... <laughs> if you had to just mention a few films, top of your head, there's no top five or anything like that. Just what's a couple of films you just like? Oh, um, okay. Um, oh, Mad Max? <laughs> I'm joking. Um, Is this when you said, don't put you on the spot? I'm put you on the spot. Look, I hate this top of the head thing. It's, it's okay. I'm getting close to the mic, as you've indicated. <laughs> no, uh, oh, okay. Um, oh, for some reason in my head, I've got Somersault, which is an Australian film yep. from about yep. 10 years ago. It's just popped into my Remember head. Remember her? What's her name? The blonde girl. Abby Cornish. Abby Cornish, Abby yeah. Cornish and what's his name? The other guy. The oh, other, I don't. Yeah. The guy that was in Terminator. I didn't even watch that, uh, that movie. Sam <laughs> Worthington? Yes. <laughs> I, was just trying, I was just playing on you. <laughs> Sam um, Worthington. He's done oh, well for himself. Uh, yeah. So she, really. They've both done well from that yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Playing around in the snow. Um, snow angels. So did you get what you wanted? Is that what you wanted? A so random Somersault. obscure film that well, you think you is obscure, but it really isn't obscure? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you wanted. You see, this is what, how it's going to be, people. Uh, he's say, he says that it's not obscure. I think it is slightly obscure, but that's this is I can this go is, more obscure. No, but this is great. Okay. Like this is this is where we're at. People already know that uh, I tend to go for the Top Gun of films, mm -hmm. um, and I just want them to have a little understanding into the films that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. That's not right or wrong. It's just what do you enjoy. So you know they get your um, your perspective on things. Mm -hmm. So what did you get up to this week? Oh. Well, you know what? Let's forget the week. What did you get up to over Christmas and New Year? Um, well, I've just come back from, well, just come back from, probably about three weeks ago from Tasmania. Oh, yeah? What were we doing down there? Editing my film. Yeah. 
I don't know why I pretended like I didn't know what you're doing down there because I know exactly <laughs> what they're doing. It's for the audience. Um, no, my editor's based in Tasmania um, in uh, Launceston. And so I was in Launceston editing and uh, returned for Christmas and yeah. New Year. Give me the quick version of what, what you're editing and what it's doing. You've a got film? 30 seconds, go. A film. Yeah, I know. Is that it? Have I got it? <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, that's it. No, wait, he's doing a film. <laughs> um, no, it was uh, just really quickly, it's um, a, a funded film um, called Risen that I have developed um, in um, Berlin Alley Talents, which is an initiative of the Berlin Film Festival. Um, and it's a project that we're excited in ex- uh, to expand into a TV series. Good. I actually, I, no, that's, that's, I think that's enough. Uh, and you have a, a, a quite a vast background in film, um, somewhere ranging around the sort of eight to nine produced, yeah, sort of um, directed, written films. Um, if you want to have a look at those, just go onto IMDb and look up Tony Radevsky um, and uh, you'll find links and everything there for trailers and uh, Vimeo and whatnot. Anyway, did you see anything last, mm. you know, did I, I've been binge watching, actually. Yeah. Um, I You've think had a little bit of time off now. You can do that. I have, but it's weird because you know when you're really, really busy and you're full on working, it's hard to it's hard to unwind. Like you find yourself fidgeting constantly, looking to do something. So when I was I was, I was a Netflix binge watching like a whole lot of stuff, and for the first day or two, I was just checking emails. I was doing even though I need to check them. Yeah, like yeah I was yeah. checking them still. You got to come down from that. Yeah, yeah that what's work. wrong with me? I was like, oh, I kept, it was like compulsion. I still haven't seen Stranger Things. I haven't either. Yeah. I mean, you've seen the first season. Most of it. Okay, cool. So you've got yeah. first season to catch up on and then second to yeah. get into. And did you, did you like the first season yeah. so far? It's great. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And I'm the same. Most of the world's the same. Yeah. Uh, but I watched the first episode, knew that I was going to love it, realised that my head space wasn't... wasn't you weren't ready. No. You weren't ready. So yeah. I've been waiting and uh, I've got a week le- of myself left of work and then I'm going to find some time when my kids aren't around. Mm. Uh, you know, my wife might be looking after them. Mm. I'm going to binge it. They're also inconvenient. <laughs> if only they told you before you decided to have them, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, what did you what did you see? Um, I saw uh, Alias Grace, which is um, the the same writer who wrote The Handmaid's Tale. Or Handmaid's Tale. Oh right, yeah. I haven't seen The Handmaid's, Handmaid's <sighs> Tale. I know everyone keeps saying. To, well, I think that's another binge for Are me. Are you though. kidding? Well, no, I think it's another binge. It is another binge, and you have to watch it. Like it's incredible, um, mm. and Elizabeth Moss is fantastic in it. Like it's just, yeah. it's such a strong, strong story, and it's so relevant today. She's the Elizabeth Moss. She's the one uh, Top from of the Lake. Top of the Lake and Mad Men. Uh, Mad Men. That's what I was yeah. trying to think of. Yeah. 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 She's good. Yeah, okay. she's good, and she's a Scientologist. Wow. Yeah. I'm about to talk about a sign, an ex-Scientologist soon. Oh, yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. We'll carve it in for later. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's funny when I started watching it because of the themes of Handmaid's Tale. So it's about, you know, them being subservient sort of, you know. Uh, do you know what it's about? Is this spoilers? Like, No, no, it's not a spoiler. It's not I a should spoiler. mention to, to, to you, I mean, actually, we didn't speak about this, but we try to have minimal spoilers unless we alert people that we're going to yeah. have spoilers. No, no, about. it's not a spoiler. Okay, it's good, not good, a spoiler. good, good. It depends on what you define as spoiling. Um, but no, it's a spoiler. It's, <laughs> and then he dies. It's, yeah, exactly. Um, it's, it's basically uh, about um, a society where um, the, the reproduction has stopped and we're assuming that it's uh, the women who have stopped reproducing. And so they, they, every time they've come across someone who's fertile, you know, they, they, I guess, in a way, capture them, in a yeah. way, and make them subservient and they become this vessel for families who want, who want kids. Right, you know, and it's really. Are you saying that this is the sequel to Children of Men? 
with Clive <laughs> Owen because this sounds like exactly yeah. what a sequel would be. So, you know, Clive Owen in that film and the it's like not post-apocalyptic, but it is mm. certainly like there's no law unto this land and yeah. they're not having, there's no, no one can have a baby or whatnot. But then mm. all of a sudden there's this child mm. Mm. and no one I think is below 21 or something like that. So no one's had a baby for a long time yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're, they're yeah. trying to save this baby. So maybe the sequel in TV form is Handsmaid's Tale. Yeah. yeah, It's always, um, oh, aren't there always films like that where there's like one baby human that you're trying to save? Like, haven't we seen that often? I don't know. I haven't seen I that. don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I really like too. Children of Men. No, no, it's good. But they show it's it really good. well. Yeah. It's good. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, it's a really great series. And it, it really, as, as, as archaic as it sounds in terms of the ridiculousness of it, like how far, it's, how far they've gone as a society, yeah, yeah. you can look at it today and go, yeah, it's actually relevant today, like this sort of stuff, you know? So, and they're all so good. Like, it's just incredible. And there's that Aussie, Yvonne Stravowski, or what's her name? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, she was from uh, one of my favourite uh, films, Chuck. Yeah. Uh, TV, TV show, sorry. Yeah, so she's in that. Love she, Chuck. She's so good in it too. Like, they're all so good in it. She's great in Chuck. Like, mm. when I first mm. saw her in that, I didn't, I didn't realise she was Australian, but yeah, mm. here we are. Mm. So, I've been watching that, um, and, um, and the, sorry, we were talking about Alias Grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is great on Netflix, also from the same writer as well. Um, so, look that up. What else have I been watching? Oh, the new season of Black Mirror. Yeah, you mentioned that to me the other day, actually. Do you know what? I've never seen any Black Mirror. Okay. I'm going to leave we're I'm gonna, actually going to go we're going to pause and we're going to yeah. go and watch it <laughs> and we're back that was great <laughs> um, you need to watch it it's fantastic oh. look I'm not against it believe me I'm not against it but for whatever reason it, it, when it comes across my desk if you want to put mm. it that way I'm always just too busy because I know that I'm going to have to concentrate on it I'm also afraid that maybe it's going to mean too much to me and I already have a problem with authority and, uh, and, and the way that the world is going to work oh you'll be devastated right and I sort of know bits and pieces because at the, one of the last jobs I had was, was working in a high school where they, they were boarders. So they had lots of time to do different extracurricular activities. And one of those was to discuss uh, certain social aspects of the world. Mm. And for a while they were watching that program and then coming in and having guest speakers talk about um, you know, the shaping the world. Mm. And while I never attended these or saw the show, mm. the boys would, uh, I would catch up with them and ask them how it was. And then it was really interesting, a lot of the things that was going on. So I'm afraid that if I watch it, I'll become too much of an um, activist and uh, you'll lose me forever, Tony. Yeah, well, I mean, look, watch it, I dare you. <laughs> I <do. laughs> no, but it, seriously, you, you will watch it and you'll, you'll feel like, what is become of this world and where are we going? You yeah. know, like, and it's, it is depressing, but it's fascinating, but it's also like a warning too. Like you watch it and you think, how much are we investing in technology? Like how much are we becoming dependent yeah. on all of this stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I've mentioned this film a lot on this uh, podcast, but have you ever seen Idiocracy, which is by Mike Judge who did Beavis and Butthead and other things no. like that, Office Space? No. Did you see Office Space? Oh, I think I've seen bits of it. Right, right. Anyway. Watch Idiocracy because that was a film, you know, I can't remember right now, but I think it's late 90s, maybe early 2000s. But it's, it's about a film in the future where the average Joe is frozen, the absolute average Joe is frozen and is thawed back out again in a world that is only like 25 years um, in the future. But he's no longer the average Joe. He's now the smartest guy on earth because the president is Terry Crews, who I don't know if you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but he's the um, African-American guy mm. who's like beefcake and... Mm, breaking his mm. shirts all the time. Uh, and he's hilarious in it, but he's the president. And they don't know how to grow anything because they don't have water anymore. They all drink and use Gatorade. 
It's that sort of comedic. It's it's basically yeah. like a, a Beavis and Butthead Black Mirror. Mm. It's the mm. only way I can I can mm. say. And it's worth a watch uh, mm. if you're interested in that sort of stuff. And how old is it? Like ten years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. And, you know, okay. I haven't look. I haven't seen it in probably ten years. But I remember okay. watching it a couple of times, thinking, "Wow, this this is kind of where Idiocracy. I think we could." Is that what yeah. it is? It's kind of where we're heading. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what have you done? What have you done? Man, what have... I so obviously I got back from a long um, shoot and a long process uh, of filming Australian Spartan which you'll probably start seeing the ads out now. I can talk mm. about it a little bit more now that they're, they're out there. Um, the ads look fantastic, if I don't mind saying so myself. Uh, and I've had a bit of a come down over Christmas, but I've got a few extra weeks now just working on a few other story points. Can I interrupt you and ask you when it's coming out? Do you know? No, we don't know officially. Okay. Um, when I say that, I can't say it. Okay. Officially, because it hasn't been announced. So unofficially, can you tell me? What's <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk when we're off air. Because it's 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 being promoted around the time of like the sporting stuff that's going on. So oh, of course, yeah, exactly. Which is a great and timing for it, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. yeah. And you know, you hope you 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 will get people in some sort of mood. But no, yeah. I, look. Um, to be honest, I don't know exactly when it's coming out. Um, okay. And yeah, I can't say too much more than that. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, but it's going to look really good. I know that. Mm. I've seen some stuff. It's mm. going to look great. Mm. Uh, so then I had New Year's, uh, and I'm lucky enough to to be in a family where I can go to Manly to some family friends. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. Right on the water. Oh. Pier side. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll show you some photos. Oh. <laughs> That's really fancy. Uh, so basically, there's nothing between myself, my kids as well, and the barge that shoots off the, the fireworks. So it's it's a great view. Mm. It's a really nice house. Mm. Um. And I've been there for two years in a row and I wouldn't change it for the world. Like. But can I say, when you're amongst it though, does it get really smoky? Because I feel like you enjoy five minutes of the fireworks until it becomes this massive smoke den and you're like, yeah. you can't see anything. You can't see it. No, uh, they did really well this year. They were high enough where the smoke just sort of cleared mm. and uh, we're not that close. I, I, say 100 metres, maybe a little bit further. Mm. But, you know, compared to the people who are sitting on shore, mm. at the, the, they're certainly closest. Mm. Um, but yeah, you're, you're far enough away to, to be safe and not have any smoke. So it was really good this year. I don't know if you, mm. did you watch much of the fireworks? I was on a rooftop at Stanmore, yeah, which right. is, um, the other butt end of, <laughs> um, it, um, yeah. And it was, it was, it was great cause we had a really great outlook of the city and, you know, obviously not as close as a hundred meters. Um, but you know, no, look, I think with the Sydney fireworks, as long as you're up high, you've put your position to see so many, um, mm. parts of the fire. Anyway, it was good. Mm. Lovely. Mm. Uh, mm. if you're from overseas, make sure that they always show you online, the Sydney fireworks, make sure you watch those yeah, because they put it to music and it's really cool. Do you know in Italy, uh, a town in Italy, uh, does fireworks now that are silent? That actually have no sound. No, that's because terrible. of their dogs and their oh, pets. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's nice. Okay. That's, that's nice. Because you know, certain that. dogs freak out. Like Charlie, my Charlie doesn't freak out, um, but certain dogs really freak out. And so, this particular town that does fireworks um, has, has there's this type of firework that doesn't make any noise. And it's this silent exploding. But can't you just like lay in bed with your dog and sing the Thunder Buddy song from Ted? Look, you could if you're <laughs> fucked, but you know. Thunder buddies. <laughs> um, right, yeah, I'm not going to say too much because there's a lot of uh, dog owners out there that will crucify me if I yeah, good. go on. But, you know, well done to that it Italian town. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. Uh, and the, I think the other big thing is that decisions being made in my life for, for the next couple of months. I'm taking some time what? off. 
Oh. Well, it's been really busy, you know, and it's, I'm taking time off and uh, I've been given permission to go ahead and spend that time actually writing a script. Oh. Yeah, because I've always said in my life I'd love to write a script and I've mm. sort of tried to write scripts and I've made excuses and I think my wife is just sick of me talking about mm. the fact that I've never got a chance to write a script. So mm. she's turned around and said, you've got two months. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. For the rest of your life. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I'll take it, man. Like, not yeah. many people get two months, yeah. even for the rest of their lives, to, to go and do these things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'll be heavily on childcare and things like that, but uh, I'll have a chance to, to actually mm. um, to write something. And this will be the point where I can turn around and say, can I do it? Or do I just put it aside and say, you know what? It's not my thing. It's not Pack my process. Pack that dream away forever. No, yeah. that's, you should do it. And um, do you know what idea you've yeah, got? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Can the you one talk about I, it or not? Well, I'm not going to go into the story itself, no. Okay. Um, but uh, it is something that um, has Brian Brown attached. Right. Uh, he he doesn't one, know that yet. This is, that's right, we'll call him. We'll call him. Brian, hi. Oh, you're on the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah, he's on um, <laughs> What do you fucking want? Um, <laughs> but um, is this the horse? It is, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. Sorry. So, yeah, yeah. There's horses it's, in there. There's two brothers and there's, yeah, there's yeah. horses. It's James Franco could make an appearance. Uh, yeah. And the thing is, people, again, who listen to this uh, podcast know that I have a little thing for James Franco and I really feel that he and his brother. But now now he's already been in a film with, with his brother. Oh, okay. I the see. Disaster Artist. Yeah. So I don't know whether we're on a play on that. Maybe I have to go for the Hemsworths, mm. Mm. you know, and, and, and get them. You to could play on that. Um, in a sort of broke back mountain type of way. Joking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. No, no, I'm not, I won't. <laughs> no, okay. I won't. Fair enough, fair enough. No, we don't have big enough mountains. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yay to marriage. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, seriously. No, no, it's good. Um, that has been big news that I'm sure you haven't covered. Uh, we mentioned it okay, that's when funny. it happened, but no, no look, it wasn't, uh, you know, it's not, it was one of those things like New we're Year. We're talking was like, about marriage equality. Yeah, yeah marriage equality in Australia. In Australia. Took yeah. us a while, but we're there. Um, well done mm. <laughs> to the politicians great. who took, took ages. So the well politicians to, to everyone, to everyone. Yeah. For uh, being, you know, unfortunately having to put through. Put it was also nice to see how divided our country was. Thanks what? for putting us through that. Oh, but that's awful. That's what I'm saying. We yeah, spent yeah. so much money just to make this. Obvious decision. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, we're there, and uh, mm. it, it should have been like that for a long time. So we're mm. there. Mm. Do you know? Do you know what I saw this week? What? I saw Bright. Did you watch? Because you mentioned it, so yeah. I went and watched it. Did the, you watch I, it? Because I had only seen twenty-five minutes when you said yes. Yeah, so I went and watched it. <gasps> Can yep. we talk about it? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? Uh, well, the first twenty-five minutes, I found it really difficult. Mm. I really did. I was watching it on my phone. Uh, mm, so therefore, mm, any mm. sort of dramatic scene where it was just talking was a bit... <sighs> mm. And I already said to you, like, it reminded me of Alien Nation, if you remember that TV show from um, sort of late 80s, maybe early 90s. I don't. It was, like, it was a big deal at the time, and uh, it, it's exactly what this story is about. Mm. Um, but, uh, I mean, there's, there, there's no known connection, <laughs> mm, <laughs> but mm. definitely it's uh, Alien Nation inspired. So, so what, what did you think? Tell me. I look. I'm not going to say that I loved it. No, def- definitely didn't love it. I I liked it, but that's probably as far as I can go, because I feel once I got past that 25 minutes, um, do you know what? It's not even Will Smith. I really feel that um, the uh, the alien, the orc, 
uh, brought it home. What's his name again? I'm terrible with uh, Aussie actors. Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton, thank mm. you. And uh, so, yeah, Joel Edgerton, is, is, he's fantastic. Mm. Like, it's hard. You think about putting all that latex and all that sort of stuff on mm. to actually get a lot of the emotion that he brings to his role, I think, mm. is hard. Mm. Don't get me wrong. We're not crying at mm. any point in this film. Mm. But I do feel for him. I think he, he brings it across that he, he um, is, he, 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 they're separated. He's segregated from the rest community and he's trying to be a police officer in a world where orcs obviously um, are not respected. Mm. You feel for him because the rest of it's shit. This is why you feel for him. <laughs> because they're all trying too hard in every single other aspect. Like yeah. in every relationship with Will Smith... Do we say spoiler? I don't know. Do we? What do we say? Um, spoiler, probably not. But you know, like Will Smith's in his relationship with his wife, and he's going through these struggles as well. Okay. And you know, if, like if if you come across a spoiler right now, everyone who's listening, keep listening. If it's a spoiler, I'll I'll make sure I put a little beep over what's going on. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, but you know, and and I sound like a, a dick for saying that, but you know, you're connecting with that moment because that's probably the the the. the the best moment there is in terms of a connection to any character. And so, but if you look at that in regards to the spectrum of other TV shows and films, um, you, that will be a blip yeah. on the radar. If, so. this, if this is a telly movie, then I'm all for it thinking, wow, they've done really well for a telly, telly mm. movie. But this is not meant to be that. This is meant to be something that you usually would release at the cinema. Mm. Uh, but Netflix has, have their own way, the business model, and mm. that, that is going through their own... Um, you know, uh, streaming channel. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it works for that. I don't, I'd love to see what the numbers are. I wonder if they'll release it. When you say I don't think it works for that, do you mean I don't think that Netflix producing features like this work? Or are you saying no, no? Are you, I'd or like are you to, saying Bright in particular. Well, I think Bright work? in particular. I yeah, would like okay. them to see them uh, keep going on because yeah. obviously they they did a four picture deal with Adam Sandler. Yeah. Um, you know, they've done another four picture deal with him. Because those films, for them, make money. And those films are probably shit. Oh, they're terrible. I, I even tried, and I, it, li- I like Adam Sandler. But isn't Adam Sandler just a marketing... Like, his films are just product placement. <laughs> like, it's just money-making. Like, which is fine, whatever. Yeah. But, he he you wears know. the same shorts, pretty much. Is and he still alive, Adam Sandler? Like, <laughs> oh, no, are they doing this? Harsh. He, <laughs> he, like, seriously. In the right film, he can be really good. You know, punch drunk wedding love singer. Was... Like we know this. Like that's great. Oh yeah. Right? No, look, early comedy is is really good. But then we lost him at one point. See, I'm I'm, I'm not yeah. joking. Like at one point, he became this cardboard cutout, and, and 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 you know, and you could tell it's his films. It's his shitty films that you plop him into an Adam Sandler film, <laughs> and he's you... no. I, I get what you're saying, uh, but th- this is the argument, especially on this podcast. Are we, you know, talking about art or are we talking about business? And as a business model, he has it down pat, doesn't he? Like, he goes in, he does what he does, he makes money, in whether it's straight away in box office or in however else they do their model. Drop in Adam Sandler, guys. Can we get beep, beep? Yeah. <laughs> okay, the he's pe- done. He's people- offset, guys. No, this is rubbish. Like, I can talk about... Film as a business and as art, both sure. combined. No, but know? I'm and saying not... for him, it's just business, right? It's oh. not an art so much. He, he might pretend, but it is just a, just a business. Like, like you said, he'll, he'll bring in the advertisements, he'll, he'll, whatever. Like no doubt when he was in Waterboy and they went, um, you know, water sucks. It really, really sucks. And then they talk about Gatorade. <laughs> right? They're, yes. He's getting money for that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Look, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm, look, I'm not saying that 
I liked Waterboy, by the way. But after that, there are lots of films that I didn't think were very good, but I can understand how people will still give him money because they make money off of him. Mm. So, you know, it's just one of those things that you... And what I discussed last week on our podcast was people are making films today, and I mean studio films, um, less and less to, to go into more of an art house Academy Awards. You look at a lot of the Academy Awards that are coming up, and they're not art house films as much. They're definitely from studios um, that have put in a bit extra money, and they're still commercial films, which is not a bad thing. Mm. It's not a bad thing, but there's definitely a trend that goes towards that. Mm, mm. So, with that said, <laughs> I also saw, and I'll go through these ones uh, fairly quickly, yeah. um, but I saw Rough Night with, I was going to call it Cameron Diaz for a second, but Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Um, and there's, you know, there's a few other people in that, and they're all bit parts of other films and whatnot. Um, you know what? It's kind of like the female version of Very Bad Things with Christian Slater. Do you remember uh, Daniel Stern? The, the two girls and the... No... Uh, it's about four. It's four girls, and um, well, the setup of the film is four girls. Uh, they go away on a hen's weekend, and uh, a stripper comes in, and they accidentally kill him. Mm. So then, from there, it's about well, what do we do? Mm. Mm. You know, they've all got reasons to hide it. And uh, who are the that, female? Who, who are the actors in that? Uh, I'd, I'd have to it's honestly. Not, it's not Nev Campbell, is that? I'm getting it no, wrong. No, no, no. It's not Nev Campbell. You've What's that one that I'm thinking of the poster with Nev Campbell where they're just above the water looking at you sort of oh, stuck that's, uh, Wild Things. Okay. Oh, my God. That, that, I could talk about... Let's talk about Wild Things for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> that is one of the best films ever. <laughs> but, uh, no, you had... Okay, so you've got Gillian Bell, uh, Zoe Kravitz. So you've got um, Lenny oh. Kravitz's uh, girl. She's great in it. Um, How old is this film? Oh, this year. Oh, my God. Yeah, early this year. Right. Um, okay. Uh, I can't pronounce, I don't pronounce her name, but um, uh, Yana, Liana Glazer. Um, and then the other one, Kate McKinnon. You, you would know Kate McKinnon mm. from Saturday Night Live. She's great. I she love her. is great. And she mm. plays in this uh, an Aussie that they call Kiwi. <laughs> All right. And her accent at times is. Uh, South African. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> but you can tell she's trying really hard. Like, she didn't just come in as just the character. Like, mm. she's trying really hard to do it, but she's not trying hard enough so you can actually make fun of her when she falls out of it. Mm. If you know what I mean? Mm. She's allowed to deviate from her accent, and she does that sometimes. Mm. Mm. But that's not. That's not um, I love it. She was great in it. She's so good. Mm. Um, and you know what? As a teenager renting this film, it's MA, but as a teenager renting this film on a Friday, Saturday night, you're only going to like have laughter with your friends. You might even watch it again. Mm. It's, it's quite funny. It's dark. It's very dark, but it's quite funny. Mm. Um, mm. And I've heard lots of bad things about this. That's fine. I quite liked it. Okay. I wish I saw it. So um, I could be um, opposing your opinion. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, Logan Lucky, I saw that, which is Stephen Soddenborough, who did all the Ocean's Eleven films oh, and things like that. that. He also did a film that made me go and buy the Canon XL1S originally. Uh, it's called Full Frontal. And basically, uh, Canon sponsored him with that camera and said, we want to show the world that we can do a feature film. Mm. So can you go and make it? So he went and made, he went and made this film with Brad Pitt and Julia Roberts. Called Full, I'm pretty sure it's Full Frontal. Um, with this Canon XL1S, uh, which is one of the first semi-pro cameras with a proper lens on it. Mm, mm. Do you remember my first camera, the, the big uh, one? Yes. Right? I loved it. Yeah. Right? It was such yeah. a good camera. Uh, Mini DV and all that sort of stuff. 
So he shot, yeah, look it up. He shot a whole film. It's terrible. Full frontal. Full frontal. It's, ter- okay. it's terrible from memory. Just because mm. I think they just sent him out. He didn't care. He just went, I've got money. Yeah. Just yeah. go and make yeah. this film. Yeah. Um, but it looks good. Well, that's appealing. Okay, I'll look it up. <laughs> and you've got Tangerine who comes out with an iPhone 5S, I think it was, or 6. Have you seen Tangerine? I haven't. No, I really, I, no, I look, so I want to. Man, I really do, yeah. Oh, so good. And what's that new film that he's got coming out that um, is called... Oh, oh, can you look it up? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah look yeah. it up, please. It's it, look, the trailer looks fantastic. Yeah, I um, someone spoke about this the other day. But I saw Tangerine at the Sydney Film Festival um, a couple of years ago, and sort of having no idea what to expect, except knowing that it was all shot on an iPhone. Obviously, a rigged Crazy, up iPhone right? with different lenses. But you know, it was they cool. use lenses, yeah. Because oh, I, I tried to look into it, and it was okay. There's a little I've bit of money that's the same gone program into this. And I've yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it it look it's the great. Florida project is I think yes. the one you're probably talking about. That's it. That's uh, it. With Jason Jason's seen it. Yeah 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 yeah. Can you talk about it? Uh, I'm giving you the signal. I can't really say too much. I think he's mentioned it, but yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, that's where we are. So yeah, the Florida there, I project. I think there's Oscar buzz around it, right? Or is it just me? Uh, yeah, is no. It too uh, soon. Maybe it's too soon. <laughs> it's too soon. Maybe it's too soon. Um, but Tangerine's fantastic. You should watch it. It's great. Look, Logan Lucky is kind of a hillbilly version of Ocean's Eleven. Mm. Um, and it's got um, uh, Channing Tatum. It's got uh, Daniel. Uh, oh, what's Bond? God, I'm losing uh, my mind. Craig. Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig mm. Yeah, yeah. As a real hillbilly, and uh, it's got the um, the new sort of um, Kylo Ren from Star Wars, uh, who in fact is awesome in this because it's the first film I've seen him in where he's not um, Kylo Ren, um, and that's Adam Driver. Ah yes. yeah, yeah, he's he, good. He was, oh, he's the guy that was in um in Girls and yeah. obviously the Star Wars. He's great. So good, man. Like I really like mm. him. He's so good. Mm. Uh, so then um, we're going to review this a little bit later, but I saw Get Out. All right, and so we've both seen that now. Mm. Uh, we'll talk about that a little mm. bit later. Mm. Uh, in terms of TV, I saw Vikings. Um, caught up on three episodes while I was away. Okay. Love Vikings. If you're not into that, man. No, I'm not. <gasps> Lots of Australians. Lots of Australians. Yeah, and there are models in, there. in it too. Yeah, tons yeah. of models. Yeah. Alyssa Sutherland or something. Mm. Yeah. All that matters is the main guy, although he's out now. But that's fine. <laughs> watch it. Watch it. Okay. Watch it, man. How many seasons in are we? Uh, I think we're up to season four or season okay, five. Okay, that's too much to commit to. I can't do that. Just do the first season, because it's. Uh, yeah, just do the first season. But do you know, it's one of those things where people, you know, you get lots of people telling you to watch series that are so far in already and it's just, it's a commitment. You can't commit to it. It's like, I cannot commit to four yeah. seasons. I can do one, maybe yeah, two at a stretch, yeah. right? Because there's so much good TV right now that sure. you need, unless I have a, a two, two and a half years off my life, like I cannot <laughs> catch up on it. Do you know? All right. And then I saw um, the Netflix special. I'm a big Dave Chappelle fan. Um, so Dave Chappelle got, uh, you know, given, I think it was four specials with Netflix. So he just did his final two. Um, one was a bit of a larger show. One was just sitting, uh, as close as you and I, a meter away from each other, um, with a crowd, a little bit of a crowd. It was, and they're both really good. And what I like about him and what you said before, you know, he, 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 he says things that, and, and he says in his shows, he says things that he shouldn't because you should. You should talk Hold about. Hold on, is time. this the thing that I read the other day about him making a comment about the Harvey Weinstein thing? Oh yeah, he said lots and of joking things. about. Yeah, the but see, fact th- there was something. No, whatever mm, you can, I just say mm, whatever you've read. Whatever you've read, mm. unless you hear him clarify why he's saying it, 
which the they're context, not going to get in the context. They're not, yeah, they're not going to yeah. talk about okay. that in the article. People are going to jump on things he says, and he he comes back to each show, and he'll talk about the show before how he said something, and how everyone jumped on top of it. He's like, you guys, you know what I mean, right? And he talks about, it, and you're like, yeah, of course, we understand what you're saying. Hmm. It's easy, but he says things because it gets on people's nerves, but he clarifies why he's saying it, why mm. he's talking about it, mm. and he uses that as a joke. He's a mm. comedian. I challenge you just to watch one of the latest ones. Um, probably... Uh, Is this on Netflix, did you say? It's on Netflix, yeah, okay. yeah. Probably the second... We'll watch it tonight. I'll watch it with you because I'd right. love to sit there and just look at you in the eyes yeah. as you're watching it. And I'd be like, he's an asshole! <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, I, I think he's really good because he challenges the status mm. quo in comedy. Mm, mm. Um and well, I guess the say. question would be, I guess, for, for your listeners is look it up and, and see what you think. Well, exactly, like, you know? yeah. Yeah, don't just, don't just read about him because a lot of people have, you know, they like headlines. They like clicks. And he is definitely a clickbait with it's things clickable. that he says. Yeah. But with the context, he is, um, I'm going to say revolutionary, mm. but he's someone who challenges um, other, pe- other people mm. and beliefs. Mm, mm. Right. Uh, the last thing I'll talk about is my favourite. Uh, anyone who listens to the podcast knows that I love my Chicago PD, which is where I'm coming in with my ex-Scientologist. Um, who is that? I don't remember his name. I can never remember. Oh. He's the one who does like this. Oh, I'm trying to think. We're going to go for a drive. Who is that? <laughs> We're not doing impersonations now. Who is it? Uh, yeah, I should put him on my uh, shite impersonations list. Um, I have not seen this show. I know that you and M love, like, Emma, your, your wife loves this show. Both of you love this show. Yeah, but I've yeah, not definitely. seen um, one Jason Big. Jason Big. His oh, name the comedian Jason. No, B-E-G-H-E. No, he's definitely not a comedian. Right. You know him, he's about 50. Who's the guy in American Pie? Salt and Pepper. No, no, it's Jason Big. No, this is Jason Big. This could be Beg Hair. Oh, okay. Jason Beg It could be Big. No, I don't know how, unless he says it himself. Yeah, uh, look, I'm not going to go on about it. Jason hates it, hates that I go on about it because he won't give it a chance. He mm. thinks it's like every other, um, you know, NYPD blue mm. or anything like that. And God, what, what's it's his problem? Not what's Jason's like problem? That. I know. What is his problem? <laughs> this ties into Chicago Fire, mm. Chicago MD, and Chicago Justice. So they all of those tie in together. Um, but they all have different types of, like, uh, time planes, if you know, you know what I mean. You know, like just because they're both in season two doesn't mean mm. they're hooking up. Mm-mm. Yeah, okay. it's really cool. Um, anyway, so what was your point about this? <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> uh, but he was the ex-Scientologist, uh, yeah. and I saw him uh, in a really good uh, documentary about Scientology, where he was uh, talking about getting out of Scientology and how. Which Tom doco Cruise is it? The in. one from? Um... No, it wasn't. It was just something I caught on. SBS actually I don't usually watch it but I saw the Scientology so I taped it and then watched it maybe that was Louis Thoreau it wasn't the Louis Thoreau okay. one no no okay. I haven't seen that one yet I'd like mm. to because I like him so that's me for uh, the week have you got any other things that you've seen oh, there's a couple of shows but we don't have to go into it but I watched um, I'm getting into Smilf which is on Stan oh yeah, yeah. which is a um, like a half I'm really getting into these half hour series you know, these sort of quick, you know, half hour series. They're great, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're so good and yeah. they can explore so much. Like Glow, in, did you, have you done Glow yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was good. Yeah, that cool. was good. It took me a while, like it took me yeah. a few episodes to get into. Sure. Um, I agree, yeah. But, um, but. A payoff, like, really. Is yeah, it's a payoff, but it's, it's sort of like, it's one of those things that warms your heart, you know, at the yeah. end. You're like, oh, you know, like, <laughs> and it feels good, you know. Yeah. Um, so Smilf is this great little show, um. By Frankie Shaw, who also stars in it, it's actually a, a it, it originated as a short animation, 
um, which they have now made into this TV series. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's about her life and, and this sort of stuff. And, and Rosie O'Donnell's in it, who plays... She plays... I'm off. Stop, no, but she's really good. She plays the mum. Like this what? Frankie Shaw's mum. What? Okay. <laughs> she's so good. Is that a good, is that a good impression? Rosie, are you here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but she's fantastic. Like she you plays guys. really, I, I'm going to say Christian, I'm going to say Christian, but I don't know what it is, but this sure. sort of hardcore sort of, you know, religious mum, but with her frailties and, 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 and she's also like, oh, it's so good. It's I've definitely so good. had um, enough beer already because when you said Christian, I was like, Christian Bale, is he playing Batman? <laughs> <laughs> um, you're having beer and I'm having rosé. Oh, you're the first person that's had wine. I know. Is yeah? that bad? Is that weird? In over a thousand listens. Do you know last week we had over a thousand listens? Oh, wow. Yeah. Woo. There you go. Yeah, Yay. <laughs> Happy New Year. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. we're re- really excited about that. Mm, mm. Um, so, uh, right. We can, let's move on. Let's, let's go in. I think we've uh, spent enough time welcoming each other. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Are we not in already? Is this what, what, what's in film? Like? What, Del- what is we're delving in now. Are you ready? We're going in. Box office predictions. Box office predictions. Another <laughs> week. Now, Jason usually uh, handles this, Tony. So, unfortunately, you've got to deal with me and numbers. So, I thought today... Mm. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I leave that sort of boring research up to him. <laughs> I thought today, yeah. I've, I have researched it and I'll go through it quickly. But I've got another way of working box office because I'm not going to predict anything. Jason's skill mm. and, and part of his job. I've heard is, this. Yeah, yeah, mm. right. Is to predict certain things um, mm. uh, and how well they're going to do. So he knows in terms of home How's he been doing lately with that? Uh, so I'm up for one. Um, but there's... There's an inequality here in the judgment of it, right? Well, I get to to, uh, choose basically (laughs) who wins. Uh, But to be fair, and he will say himself, uh, he's been off a little bit. Mm. Uh, One, because one of those was it, you know, only the biggest horror of all time. And he failed, right? Uh, Oh, definitely, by by like 200 million. Uh, (laughs) That's a small budget. But nobody, nobody. I mean, if if people knew how to make films that would make that much money, that's what they would be doing, right? Yeah. Well, if you're Star Wars. Yeah, that's did what you, you know. like. Can I just? I don't want to talk about this too much, but did you like it? Oh, I, look, it was. Um, yeah, it was good enough. Hmm. I, I think I said, if you're a horror fan, go out and see it at cinema. If otherwise, <laughs> wait for hmm. Blu-ray. Yeah, I think you should wait until the the very end because you. What we're going to talk about this in a second, but like Get Out, for example, is yeah. a horror yeah. film. Oh. Worlds apart, but okay, that's all okay, we're well, gonna say. Yeah, let's say, what no. are you doing? What are you doing? No, okay, that's all we're gonna say. <laughs> so, okay, I'm gonna look at the box office for uh, last week um, in the US. Uh, Jason's gonna kill me because I'm not looking at the Oz box office. I'm just looking <laughs> at the US. <laughs> yes, Jason, I know no. this is why you needed to be here to do this. Um, Where is Jason, by the way? Oh, he's off on a cruise. I should have mentioned that, right? Oh. He's on a cruise. Okay, Can you believe nice. that? Right. Yeah, but, he's, but the nice thing, he's off with his family. So okay. he, he likes to go away, spend time. He's got phone off. You know, it's, it's, I was about it's, to ask you, can we call him? Uh, no, no, I'd love to. Oh, believe me, I'd love to. Mm. But uh, no, Where's he, the cruise going? Um, all around like the sort of local islands of Papua New Guinea, oh, I guess. Nice. Like okay. around that sort yeah. of schedule. Yeah, it's like a one and a half week. Mm. But uh, as he said to me, he bought the drinking package. So um, for himself, he, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The family are going to be dehydrated by the time I get back. Um, no, so he, he, I have no doubt he's having a good time. 
but yeah, here's his phone completely off. Mm. So we have in number 10 spots in the US uh, with 3.7 mil last week, uh, Father Figures. Um, that film... I have no idea about. What the? F- Did you make that up? <laughs> no, Father I'm just looking figures. it up right now. Father figures. How, oh. Father figures. What is that film? Oh, I'm about to tell you. It's got. Um, looking at the figures of fathers. Directed by Lawrence Sherp. Who's Lawrence Sherp? We've got Owen Wilson, J.K. Simmons, Ed Helms, Ving Rhames, Glenn Close. I feel like you'd like this film. <laughs> I, yeah, well, it's Warner Brothers. It's comedy. Um, upon learning about their mother. Uh, sorry, that their mother has been lying to them for years about their allegedly deceased father. Two fraternal twin brothers hit the road in order to find him. Oh, it's a road trip film. Who are the twins? Do we know? No, it doesn't say in here, but I have no doubt that it's going to be Owen Wilson and probably Ed Helms. Right. Okay. Yeah. They're next to each other in this this, this film. Anyway. Number nine. Let's do it. Uh, so that's only grossed 12.7 overalls mm. so far. Mm. Uh, downsizing. Really, really interesting concept. Matt Damon. Matt Damon, yeah. Mm. Uh, and I'm probably going to have to wait until it comes out on uh, home entertainment for this, only because there's so many things out mm. and to do over Christmas. It's hard. Uh, I did 4.6 last week and it's done 17 overall. Then there's The Darkest Hour. I really want to see that. And that's the... Um, I saw, actually, I was watching uh, um, Graham Norton's show last night. And... Um, oh, I'm, I'm going to have to click on this because I'm terrible with my memory. Uh, but I'll tell you about it in a second. Uh, yes, yeah, so Gary Oldman. So mm. Gary Oldman plays uh, Winston Churchill in the time when Dunkirk um, was happening and some other sort of things around uh, that. And they showed... Like, I've seen a few people play... Um, Winston Churchill. Have you seen The Crown? Uh, with uh, John Lithgow? Yeah, mm. right? Mm. Now, he was good. He mm. was very good. But this is equally as good. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets nominated for an Academy. Mm. It's kind of hard because he's got a fat suit on and he has this, late, this sort of latex and all that of his face. But the scene that I saw was very good. Mm. Maybe I just had a few beers by then and I was very emotional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so The Darkest Hour... Has, uh, has done 5.2 last week, 17.9 overall. All the money in the world. Do you know what would be good with this uh, breakdown is to know the budget as well? Yeah, that's, that's Jason. Jason. Yeah, <laughs> he does hard. budgets and stuff right. like that. Sorry, sorry everyone listening. Yeah. Come back next week for all that sort yeah. of information. Uh, but no, thanks for pointing that out to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all the money in the world, 5.4 million. 12, I bring the comedy, all right? Mm, okay. <laughs> I bring the yeah, I bring the, the questionable comedy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the, the real man attitude. You know, that's what I bring. People mm. that love Top Gun. That's what <laughs> I bring. I bring something. Uh, Just keep going, okay? All the money in the world. Five point four million. Twelve point six overall. Looking forward to this film. Even though Kevin Spacey obviously was in this originally, and they had to cut him out very quickly. Mm, and within like a month, they turned around the complete shoot. Had to reshoot it with, um, you know, whoever it was. Mm. That guy. Coco. Coco's up there. So we've got actually two uh, kids' films, Coco and Ferdinand. Coco, 6.5 last week, 178 overall. So it's been out a little bit longer than Ferdinand, which has done 11.6 last week, 53 overall. Mm. Um, Both of those, yeah, I have no doubt. And Ferdinand's the one with the bull. The bull, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I have no doubt that um, my kids will be watching that Mm. Mm. soon enough. Um, It's got John Cena. The, the wrestler. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that. Also, I think he's in Daddy's Home too, if right. I remember correctly. I haven't seen that film, but I remember the trailer. Certainly at the end of Daddy's Home 1. Mm. Has a great scene where he turns up with um, Mark Wahlberg. Oh. Have you, seen, you haven't seen Daddy's Home? No. Man, so good. Like, it's so funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, I won't go into it. You haven't please, seen please it? Please don't. Then we've got The Greatest Showman. I've heard some pretty good things yeah, about it. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard over-the-top good things. I've just heard it's a good watch. Uh, 48.7 overall, 15.2 last week. So How that's been, has up. been up. Oh, a couple of weeks. Yeah, okay. yeah. Then we've got Pitch Perfect 3, which uh, Jay and I went to the uh, red carpet of. If you check out I our... saw that on the Facebook and I saw yeah. the sneaky videos that you... Well, they weren't sneaky. We, just, we had them right up there. We mm. sat front row and, and mm. yeah, filmed all the speeches and stuff. Um, Was Rebel there? Re- yeah, Rebel was the one actually leading the speech. Usually mm. you have some sort of MC, but she she led the mm. speech. She was, was great. It her, was she's it so a typical, funny. typical humour? Oh, completely. I mean, yeah, you, she's funny. She has her humour mm. and she knows what it is and mm. I guess, you know, milk it while you can, right? Mm. Um, she's very funny. So that's the 17.7 last week and 64 mm. overall. Then we've got uh, a film I'm hanging to see. I just can't get a chance to go see it, but it's the new Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, I saw them interviewed on Graham Norton, actually. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Do you know, this is uh, the second film that The Rock has Welcome to the Jungle attached. Well, he released a film here called Welcome to the Jungle. I remember that. Yeah, it was also called Rundown in other uh, Mm. parts of the world. Mm. Yeah, I I just find it... That's the sort of stuff that keeps me interested. Uh, mm. But Jumanji, yeah, so I'm hanging. So what's hangin'. the connection to Welcome to the Jungle? The fact that it's a There's absolutely no connection whatsoever. Okay. There's probably, <laughs> I have no doubt, Guns N' Roses probably plays at some point throughout yeah. this movie. No, but that, that did occur to me because I, I remembered that film, the Welcome to the Jungle oh, yeah, film, yeah. and I thought, Jumanji, I really liked I'm like, it. is this the second version? Is this part two? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now playing a board game. Is, yeah. uh, Apparently Jack Black is very funny in this where he plays like a teenage girl. Yeah. His avatar is, you know, Jack yeah. Black or whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, mm. And again, I've uh, I've heard people going, they didn't want to go see it originally. Came out thinking, okay, I really like that film. A lot of people don't like Jack Black, which is funny. I've never heard this until this film. This film is where people have come up and actually told me that they don't like Jack Black. Who are those people? It's people on the street. They recognise me, you know. They recognise my voice as I'm <laughs> walking <laughs> along. Hey, do you do that? Uh, like I hate Jack Black. Thing, yeah. I? <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, Jumanji did 50.5 last week, 169 overall. So that's still doing strong. It's great. Uh, but then we've got top of the list here, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. 52.4 last week and 517 mil just in US overall. And it did 52 last week. So that's going to continue on for a few more weeks at least. It's got a lot of repeat watches, right? Mm, that, I mean, this is, I mean... I can't really interrupt this top 10 list, can I? But oh, that's it. That's number one. Uh, because I watched this um, on Netflix, the Toys That Made Us. I, I watched the first called. episode last night. The Star Wars one? Yeah, because you mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was interesting looking at that connection with toys and film and the fact that they brought up new characters for Star Wars that didn't exist yeah. in the toy line and all this sort of stuff. And it's, I didn't realize how much of a oh, connection. The Toys That Made Us, I think it's called, isn't it? Toys That Made Us. Yeah. Yeah. And how much of a connection that, that, that these toys had on these people. Like and the fact the that Star Wars grows something like 7 million or something like that. Mm. I don't know, maybe more, but uh, the toys did twice the amount of what it did at the box office. Mm. And at the time, George Lucas, because he, was, uh, because he left it to late, because he didn't want anyone to look at his designs, 
So all of the majors uh, toy companies said no to him. They, they, they couldn't turn these things around in time. So he went to like more of an independent who said, yeah, but then obviously they knew that he couldn't go to anyone else. Mm. So they signed him to something like 95% goes to um, the toy company. Two and a half goes to George Lucas and two and a half goes to one of the other producers or, or whatnot. Two and a half percent. It's the worst deal ever. It's the worst deal ever <laughs> yeah. because he didn't sign anything. It was yeah. an agreement, which meant that these guys had run of the mm. mill. Oh, Anyway, mm. it worked out well for, uh, I think it was Clamour, mm. um, or Clanner or Clamour, or something like that. Um, but that's on Netflix as well. It's, it's, it's yeah. good. And, you know, they look at uh, Barbie, mm. and they look at uh, G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. He-Man. It, it was a lot more interesting than I expected. Yeah. That's for sure. Mm. So what I thought I'd do here, because Star Wars, believe it or not, has been out for three weeks, and it's already broken the top 20 grossing films in the world of all time. Not for the year. Of all time. It's been out for three weeks. And I have not seen it. That's right. And, hey, not a problem. There's plenty of Star Wars fans and kids out there that are willing to throw their money at this film, right? Mm. I saw this when it came out. I enjoy watching these as quickly as I can. I didn't see this the first night, but I saw it the first week. But it's now at 18. And overall, it, so far, it's done 1.1 billion. And that's theatrical only. That's theatrical only. Oh, that's right? like mind-boggling. I just can't. But how much how much money was that again? One point one billion. <laughs> what does that look right. like? I don't even know. So what I thought I'd do very quickly, I'm going to round out the top ten. No, I'm going to round out top fifteen of all time, and just see if you've seen these. Okay, we okay. won't be too long with this. But no, we'll no, just no. Say yes and okay. okay, fifteen. Transformers: Dark Side of the Moon. No? Oh, I don't even know. I've seen one of them and I was like visually like... Definitely bleh. not one. 1.1 billion overall. Oh Captain America Civil War. Yes. 1.1 as well. Have you seen all of these? Are we assuming that you've seen all of these? I've seen most. Yeah, okay. I've seen all of these, yeah. Right. Uh, Can we get a yes from you or a no from you? That you've seen? Okay. okay. Minions. Yes. Yes. 1.1. Iron Man 3. Yes. yes. 1.2. Oh. The Fate of the Furious. No. Yes. 1.2. Uh, actually, no. It's 2017, so no, it's the latest one. I haven't seen it. I own it on Blu-ray. I haven't seen it. Yeah, fair enough. Is it like the 15th version? Like, That's like, it's not, I think it's number eight. Ugh. Can you believe it? No. Um, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. No. Yes, really good. Um, 2017, so it's the newest version. Um, hey, strong leading female. Mm. Yeah, strong leading female. I saw a, a nice thing about it the other day. 1.2 mm. mil. Frozen. Two strong leading females. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. 1.2. Uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Yeah. No, I haven't said it. Oh, 1.3. Avengers Age of Ultron. Wait, are there more Harry Potters in this list? I'm sure there are. Uh, do you know what? No, that was the biggest. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, so uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. No. 1.4. Mm. Uh, I've seen that. Furious 7. No. So two Fast and Furious in a top there is insane. That's why it's up to number eight. Mm. 1.5 We're still in the billions aren't we Yeah yeah so we're 1.5 billions now We're going up What is that as a total now at this point 10 billion dollars Anyway keep going No 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 Because they're all finished now So in terms of like what they've made In terms of everything else Yeah Mm. Crazy Um, Marvel's The Avengers So the original Marvel's Sits Mm -hmm. at number 5 And that's Mm -hmm. 1.5 And I think most people Mm. saw the original Marvel Mm. Avengers yeah No Okay yeah Jurassic No No so you saw Civil War, but you didn't watch the yeah. original 
It's weird. Oh man, you've got to yeah. <sighs> Jurassic World, which is the new one. I haven't seen the new one. Uh, quite good actually. Um, Chris Pratt, it's very good. One point mm. six. Uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. No, I haven't seen the last two. Two billion. Mm. Disney are just re- freaking mm. this stuff in now. Not yeah. Okay, Titanic. It's probably the only film that. that I, you know, <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, two point one, and that's. Uh, then you've got Avatar at the yeah, top, two point seven. Yeah, that's fair enough. They did a lot, didn't it? Um, so, Titanic is the only one ninety seven. So what was it number one? Avatar. So James Cameron has the top two wow. films of all mm. time grossing, mind mm. you. Twelve years apart, and. They are also, I'm, I'm working out all my stats right now. Yep. They're also the two oldest films in the top 10. Interesting. And I wonder if this includes inflation. And do you know, like, honestly, like Titanic, how long? 96? Is that, is that Titanic? Like 20 years ago? Uh, 97, yeah. Like the value of money then to now? Like, is there. I, I saw it three times, Titanic. Mm, I saw it three times. Yeah. And, that, and that's mm. what people are, I think, you know, Avatar, start the new Star Wars, Jurassic Worlds, people that are younger. Are seeing mm. these films multiple times, right? And and oh god, and people are complaining that uh, films don't get enough money these days. Yet most of the films released currently are going into our top um, tens, twenties. Mm. Anyway, I'd love to look more into that. We're mm. not going to, because <laughs> <laughs> Jason's not here. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to uh, hey, that's in my top five. <laughs> That's my top five. <laughs> That's my top five. That's my top five, mate. What are you doing with the top five? Get it off. Yeah. Well, it's actually quite apt that we're speaking like That's this because what we're doing tonight. Get me top off. We're doing... <laughs> what? <laughs> we're doing the uh, top five Aussie films of all time. Oh, this is going to be a little bit like... We're going to have issues. Can, <laughs> I cl- well, can I clarify what we're doing with this? Okay, go. Because um, usually we do something like... So what's your um, top five... Aussie film starring Nicole Kidman without a frizz <laughs> and shoulder length hair. That's generally where we would sort of uh, go with our top fives. But for you, I've opened it up quite to a large, obviously hard top five. So and for me as well, we've all been busy this week. So I thought I wanted to clarify how I chose my top five. And this is how I did it. I said, whatever comes to my mind, is obviously a film that I care about. Mm. So whether I care about that more than something else is a whole other thing. But this is my top five list of films that came straight to my mind, Aussie films. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of honourable mentions because mm-hmm. they came in as well. Mm-hmm. But I want you to feel safe in this space. That's all I want. It's my house, so I feel like... <laughs> you feel, you feel. <laughs> hey, you're reaching out to the wide world with this podcast, so, you know, I don't want you to feel like they're reaching back. <laughs> Maybe I do. <laughs> oh. um, so how do we do this? Do we, should we do it one by one? Yeah, let's go... One, one each? Five, five, four, four, okay. three, three, two, okay. two. And I'm going to let you go first because you are the guest. Okay. I, my, my, my first pick here, and again, I've got some mentions too that I'd like to include. Yeah, cool. We'll, we'll we're going to do the, the mentions after, yeah, yeah. Um, Bad Boy Bubby. Oh, my God. That's uh, Hugo, Hugo Weaving? Roft, yes, yes. And this oh, is, we're talking 93. That is sick. Mm. You are sick. I love it. 
Oh my god, you are I love sick. it. It's one of those films that you watch when you're potentially younger, like I was, and you're just entranced by the fact that it's so... That he f- masturbates oh. on... And the cat with the glad wrap. I just, the cl- does he masturbate iconic. or does he have the cat with a glad wrap? Look, does he do I, both? Think, I this, think he does both. The listeners should have a look and, and see. Because, <laughs> because it is iconic, this film. It really it is. is. It it's really iconic. is. No, no, it's, I know. There's a cultural relevance. It's... it's it is iconic. And it was a VHS that uh, we had at the video store. When people would come in and ask for it, I'd look at them and go, right, yes. you're going to be a serial killer one day. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and that was probably me. Like, honestly, and I think I saw yeah. it as a VHS, like, initially. But um, but that's definitely in my top five. I remember, like, he's sort of sloping down on a wall. Nicholas Hope Nicholas was Hope. the actor. Nicholas Hope was the actor. Wasn't Hugo Weaving? No. See, I understand the confusion. Oh, no, I get yeah. it. Look it up. Look no, it up. No, I will, will. Yeah, no, it yeah. just occurred to me this, because, you know, there's No, well some, done. Is it Nicholas Hope? Uh, I'm about don't, to go. Don't, don't premature boy. the well done, but it's. I think it's Nicholas Hope. Uh, no, you're right, man. Yeah, um, he's really fantastic. Ninety-three. Mm. Mm. Uh, oh my god, yes, Nicholas Hope. But yeah, he, he does have that sort of yeah. really no, receding I hairline. I give you like. that. I give you that. Thank you. Thank you. What is your What is your five? Tell me. So my number five is uh, Gallipoli, which mm. is uh, Mel okay. Gibson. Okay. Yeah, and because I, I like uh, war films, I also like true stories mm-hmm. based on true stories, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. most of them are. Um, and this particular one, especially with the the whole, um, <laughs> the run like a run like a leopard. I can't remember. Fly like an eagle, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. But he gets shot in the end anyway. So, yeah. uh, well done. We didn't run fast enough. Um, <laughs> 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 well, I don't know if that part was a true story. I don't know, but I feel bad. Sorry for the family. <laughs> uh, but that was a no, that was actually yeah. a really good movie. Yeah, um, yeah because yeah. It, it, uh, it was one of the first times uh, it set that sort of th- almost a thriller tone for me, where they were about to blow the whistle for someone running over the wall, and mm. you knew that someone had made a decision to say, "Don't run over the wall." But because mm. they didn't have radio waves or whatever wasn't working, they had to have someone run mm. that message. Mm. And they didn't get there in time. And that whole time, that was my finger-biting, nail-biting thing. Like, yeah, it, was, it was heartbreaking for me during time. Mm. So I love watching that movie. I love films that are also um, rooted in... I, I have no other way to put it, but the earth. You know, I, I like films that feel like they're... And gritty is the wrong word because gritty is used so much these days. But... and. I want to feel like there's no CGI. I think that's probably mm. much where I want to be. I want to feel like I'm in that world. And this film made me feel like I was in the trenches. I was running over the top of them. Um, there we are. Yeah. Mel Gibson. Yeah. It's yeah. great with an Australian accent. Yeah. Did well. Okay. Gallipoli. Interesting. Okay. No, I see it. I see it. That, that's okay with me. Um, my number four, I don't want to give it a number. I don't, can we not say numbers? Can we just no. say top five? Because no. this is interchangeable. No, you're committing. <sighs> I've already clarified okay. how it came okay. to us, so... <laughs> Shine. Good. Great. Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey Rush, Noah yeah. Taylor. Yeah, Noah Taylor, yeah. About um, Hel- Helgot, is yes. that yes. his name? Yes, the pianist. Yeah, the pianist. Uh, uh, you know what? I'll cross it off. That's in my honourable mentions. Okay. Uh, love love that film. Mm, mm. Oh, my God. No, I just thought of this. I'll, I'll replace that honourable mention with um, another one that's in a psychiat- psychiatric ward. And they put on some sort of show. Do you remember what that was? <sighs> you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, who's that right. again? Um, I'm going to leave that in the background and see if I can find it yeah, by the end. Yeah, um, 
uh, can't think of any of the actors that were in it, but I just remember seeing this film that was in a psychiatric ward and it was about that and it was so funny. It was Barry Otto, wasn't it? And they had someone who was like a kleptomaniac. Or, well, no, they did fire. Some, oh, 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 oh my God, it's going to kill us. It's oh, a, yeah, we're gonna all right, sessions. go to your four. <laughs> what is your four? Um, look, mine's pretty straightforward with this one. Uh, it launched Eric Banner's career. Uh, into the stratosphere. Let me guess, Chopper. Yeah, yeah. It really did. Look, I like again. I like crime. It mm. felt like a real world film. Eric Banner's first best yeah. performance. Oh uh, well, yeah. Okay. No, no. I, I won't disagree because. And last best performance. Oh well. I don't know. know. Come on, man. Like, can I don't, can you, can <laughs> I don't you... have any examples. Right? I was going to ask you. There's a laptop there. Can you look at it? He was great no. in Munich. Come on. Uh, it was alright. It was outstanding. No, I know film. what you mean. Like this, it was outstanding. Yeah. This was his yeah. like shining light. This yep. film and this this really this showed. It launched him. Yeah. It launched him, and he was fantastic. Yeah, this was he was it. great. In was it comedy company that he did? Or was yeah. he in oh, full? Commit, oh, whatever it was. Yeah, he was great. But he was, it was very yeah. funny as all those characters. But uh, Chopper, man, okay. that's I take it. That's where I was at. Good. I what do you got for three? <sighs> okay. I hate this whole number. This number is stressing me out. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Lantana. Okay, good. Ray Lawrence. Is that in your list? It is actually, yeah. But yeah. Um, I can replace it now. Anthony Lepaglia. No, I can replace that because we're going to talk about it. Um, that was in my list. It, very good. I remember seeing this film and thinking, wow. Like it had moments again in there, not similar to Get Out, but where I was just really captured. Like I'd, I was there, I was in the moment. It was yeah. really uh, well written, and it had Vince Colosimo in it as a neighbour mm. um, who was sleeping with the wife of mm. um, uh, so good. oh man, um, Anthony, Le- Anthony Lapalia, and yeah. it was Kerry Armstrong was the wife. Yeah. And Anthony. And yeah, yeah. and I've never liked uh, liked Vince Colosimo since really. Um, I think we've spoken about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and he's been in other bits and pieces, but I've never been a huge mm. fan. But I thought he was really good in this, mm. and and that part most most of that is because of. Um, it was just a great screenplay. Mm. Oh, uh, as Jason would like to say, terrible. script, script, script. Mm. That's mm. what you need to, to have to have a great film. Mm. And Lantana, what that oozes out and of And the opening scene, like, that goes across this, like, this, this, these bushes and that sound of the insects and, like, it just there's this one take. That's I shot up where I lived. To... Where I live, oh, really? sorry. Um, yeah, at the turn off, just two, two stops before we get to my house. Oh, but it just yeah. tells you, like, that... You know, in any film, like the opening sequence, like really stays with you if it's really yep. strong. And yeah. you know what? This is especially at this time. This is outside my comfort zone of films. Even though you wouldn't, if you watch it today, you think, "Oh, how?" Oh, well, you know, drama, um, Australian drama, where you know a lot of the times, on yeah, every time I, someone says Australian films, you'll see me going. He's tapping. Smack, I'm tapping my inner elbow. Yeah, um, to say yeah. that's where I'm going to put the syringe because <laughs> that is every Australian film. Whether At it's the kitchen sink as you're doing yeah. it. <laughs> I'm going to feed the kids. Yeah. Wait, got some to do with the Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> if, if a mother smacks a child, the father puts her head around and goes, Did someone say smack? <laughs> that's Australian films uh, for a lot of, a lot of my uh, upbringing. And. Um, yeah. And uh, it's one of the reasons why I loved, I think, comedies in Australia. Uh, mm. We do that really well. Mm, mm. Um, but, um, but anyway. <laughs> well, over to Sean for his number, oh, is that three? So three, I'm going to mention something that's about smack, sort of. Um, Don't say candy. No, no, okay. I would never mention that film okay. in right. my lifetime. Okay. All right. I'm let's, never going to mention talk that. about it, go. Uh, but it does star one of those um, actors. Gregor Jordan directed 
Um, two hands. Two hands, yeah. man. Brian Brown. Yeah. That was just a great crime caper. Again, it was low key in Australia. Like you knew the sites because it was in King's Cross, Bondi Beach. That sort of stuff. But there were a lot of those crime cavers at that time, weren't there? There were a lot of that sort of like you can't stop the murders. Was it a comedy? Maybe I'm uh, wrong. But yeah, there's, that was there's, a comedy. But, yeah, but yeah. there's but there was a lot of that sort of stuff. But this, I mean, this was quite exceptional. Compared yeah, to that's that right. Well, again, this is what gave Gregor Jordan his mm. um, uh, lift into um, bigger Australian films, and then Hollywood. And then what happened since? Well, he, in fact, oh man, I wish I could remember. Didn't but he have like a period of? Yeah, because he he, he did like an alligator just, film up north. Doing something great. He's doing know? something massive. I saw, I saw it the other day and said it was amazing. And yeah. Jason said, "Oh, that's Gregor Jordan." So um, I'll look up that. I'll we'll look, look that it up. up. Okay, <laughs> so that's that's so two hands is your number three. Uh, yeah. What do you got? Okay. This is hard. Okay. The Babadook. Okay. <laughs> what do <are> you want? <laughs> Why? Why? Uh, you haven't seen it, have you? No. Oh, no, no, no. I, I lie. To myself now. I've seen 10 to 15 minutes of it. Oh, okay, great. Let's talk about it. I was bored, no, I was bored out of my brain. Okay. First of all, Greg you're or Jordan, he's doing a little bit of suits. Oh, okay. There you go. Okay, that's all right. Can we not take away from the Bobadog, please? Ian Thorpe, the swimmer documentary. Right up, oh, your, right, you just... right up your alley, yeah. What else? Um, no. He did like, he did Buffalo Soldiers, which was all right. And then he did Ned Kelly. Yeah, no, that wasn't good. Okay, enough of that. Oh, I need so that. We... <laughs> <Don't> do that. <laughs> I just closed his laptop. Yeah, no thanks. more research on Gregor Jordan. Um, no, but The Babadook, again, is a really smart horror. It's a smart yeah. horror. And it's, it's something that, uh, for me, when I saw it, I thought, oh, God, it, they... they in terms of the psychology of these characters and what they went through, like it, it, similar to the Get Out, like you know they tied in nicely with the narrative, you know, and there was something fresh and new and clever, you know. Yeah. And I'm putting that as my number two. I'm going to have the Babadook as my number two, which coincidentally you've heard the whole thing that happened over the last six months with the Babadook being What's put that? in the wrong category, I think, in the Netflix or whatever subscription TV. They put it in the um, LGBTIQ. Oh, list no, I didn't, I didn't. And the Babadook, you know, the Babadook character, which is a man with the hat and that scary figure. Yeah, yeah. With the rainbow flags and all this sort of stuff, which went viral, you know, which I, which I kind of love. I love that. <laughs> um, but the Babadook for me, from Jen Kent, the director, yeah. who is coming out with a new film called The Nightingale, um, I think next year. Um, which is an great. interesting film. No, real. <laughs> you are too much. Everyone, look up Jen Kent. Okay, and then Nightingale. It, it sounds fantastic, but but um, but the Babadook is my number two. Sean, no, no, what's good. your number two? What's your shit number two? Tell so, me. <laughs> so I replaced my number two because I had Lentana originally, but I'm I'm not upset because this film I think really replaces it. Um, Give me and, a clue. And uh, give Tas- us a clue. Tasmania. Hold on. More clues, please. Uh, convicts. Van Diemen's Land. Thank you. Yeah, right? <laughs> now, uh, yeah. I think I saw this at the Sydney Film Festival. And, oh, man, I, it, I just fell for it because I, I read a little bit about it before I went. Guy, low budget. Um, so much so that they had to like use similar settings but just basically turn mm. the angle mm. of the mm. camera mm. to make it look like they were mm. shooting in different ways. 
Um, but it's basically, uh, yeah, about the, the convicts are landed in Tasmania and there's not, it's, it's pretty rugged um, yeah. uh, terrain. There wasn't a lot to eat. So then they start cannibalizing each other and you've got some guards and you've got some prisoners. And it's the, it's, it's the inner workings of, of how they travel uh, mm. and try to survive. Really like it. Now, this also shows you how hard the, um, the, the film industry is because, I mean, that was 2009 and I really felt that was a great film. And this person, this director, who is um, named Jonathan Orf de Heide, um, he, oh man, he's gone on to do, I, I can't tell you a whole lot. I'm looking at like TV series of things called Cop Hard, The Turning, and then the a turns. short, and then he's done a short. It's gone back to shorts, Two Devils. You would think coming from Van Diemen's Land that that would I felt that would have put him into some yeah. sort of stratosphere, man. Like that was a great yeah. film. I haven't seen it, but um, yeah. but I've heard. Good yeah, things. you know, I've told you about yeah. it several yeah, yeah, times. I've heard yeah, good yeah. things. I've heard good things. Anyway, that's that's me. That's something that uh, a lot of people wouldn't have seen, and I really recommend it. Get your hands on that Van Diemen's Land. Okay, number one. Now this is again. I'm not going to take your numbers seriously because, like, uh, and even even things in my honorable mention that I'll talk about sure. in a second. Like yeah, that yeah. stuff is good too. Like it's fantastic, yeah. you know. But I, when I you're talking about what's at the top of your mind, this is what is. So if I had time to sit down and research and be definitive about this list, I would. Um, but my number one is Samson and Delilah from Warwick Thornton. Yeah, cool. You know, look, it's not mine. It's not my. It's not anywhere in my probably top fifty. Such a but beautiful film. I, I get. I get where you're coming from, man. And and knowing you, I, I understand why that's uh, there because it is a beautiful film. Yeah, I get it. Such a beautiful film, and and, and Warwick shot the film too. And it's, there's an intimacy to it that is really, it really connects with you as an audience. And and recently he um, made Sweet Country, um, which I think premiered. At Venice um, uh, Film Festival, um, which is meant to be incredible, um, which I haven't seen yet, and I and I and I look forward to seeing it. But um, but that is my number one in the list of the top films in my head yeah, yeah, in the yeah. moment. Look, like, the, I think our top five will change. Uh, you know, certainly if if you sat down and went through every top five Australian mm. film, but these films are the ones that came to our our heads. These are the ones that obviously I'd like to see again. Like I think about all of these ones, I'd love to watch all of these again. Mm. So that's why I like this list. Um, Except the Babadook. Can I tell um, you what that film was? Yes, the psychiatric one. Tell me. No, well, oh, can, can I tell you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I found it. It's called Cozy. Oh, Cozy. Right? Yes. Remember that? Yeah, Very Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, Ben. Fantastic. Um, and then you've got Tony Collette in there. You've yes. got Jackie Weaver, David Wenham. Is Barry Otto in there? Barry. Oh, I, don't, I mean, I don't. It's, yeah, I'm looking at Wikipedia. Yeah, no, right? no, no. But. Um, yeah, that is something that's going to be honourable mention. Uh, mm. I'm, I'll put it out there now. Cosy, mm. honourable mm. mention. Mm. Uh, C-O-S-I, do it, 96. Mm. That's a real heyday for Australian comedy. Yeah. Uh, so my number one, look, it's a stock standard. Is it a bad act? No. People can watch it around the world, over and over. Keep going. It's easy. Don't give it away. Keep What's it. the most recognisable Australian film of all time? Priscilla? No. Around the world, man. You've got to travel more. Not Mad Max. Throw another shrimp on the barbie. Not the... Oh. That's not a knife. Crocodile Dundee. Oh, my Stop. God. Okay, yes. there's things that come to your mind as Australian films. Then there's things 
that are top Australian films that come to your mind. <laughs> like, um, that is iconic, and I get it. I understand. And that comes to your mind, as in, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. It's a great Australian film. But top five. Yeah. Like, when you say top five, you're going to, even though it's in the moment, you're still going to put it in, like, <laughs> an encasing of, like, the higher standard, right? But, but, but what, what is your higher standard? My higher standard could be how many times, I'm not saying it is, but how many times I can rewatch a film. That could be my higher standard. Your higher standard you know, could be something different. Another person's higher standard might be, well, I like films that make a lot of money. I like money. I like money. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, look, do it. No, look, I get it. Look, Tell me icon- about it. Can you I, lean near your uh, microphone? Please? It's iconic. <laughs> no, it's iconic. I understand. No, I get it. I, I, I respect uh, yeah. to do a you, degree. Do you though? To a degree. <laughs> what, what are you going to say off, off mic? I'd probably just leave this room <laughs> and lock the door and throw like Can't a match in. Can't believe you said that. <laughs> um, no, no. Look, uh, D, like culturally, I understand. I get the significance. I get it. It's whatever. Like I, you know, I mean. <sighs> so I'm going to run okay, through let's get honorable, mentions. <laughs> honorable mentions. You ready? Yeah. Uh, Wolf Creek, yes. Red Dog, yes. The Dish, Shine I had in there. Uh, Strictly Ballroom, Moulin yes. Rouge as a pack, obviously. Um, I've got now, uh, this, this is where I'm going to finish. I'm doing a Jason's trick. I'm packing about eight films into two uh, things. And they're actually made for television. So the first one is the 80s Blue Murder. Oh, okay. Obviously, both of us have worked yep. with Roger Rogerson before. Yeah. Um, the actual Roger Rogerson. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And the other one, is, and I'm going to give a good shout out, is the um, Kennedy Miller box set, if you remember. So that has Bodyline, Bangkok Hilton, Vietnam, The Dismissal, the Dirtwater Dynasty and the Cowra Breakout. Those I didn't realise it's the box set's special. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I just, I, someone okay. has to represent Jason on this podcast. Okay, okay. Uh, right. So what do you got? Okay. So I have Somersault from Kate Shortland. Obviously Mad Max, George Miller. Animal Kingdom, David Mitchod. Yeah, um, that's good, yeah. Priscilla, Stephen Elliott. Um, who also has done Swinging Safari, which is coming out, I mm, think, at the end mm. of this month. Um, Muir's Wedding. Jason saw that, yeah. Muir's Wedding, PJ Hogan. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, I also want to mention um, Hounds of Love, which is an Aussie mm. film that okay. um, that uh, stars... Oh, it's from Ben Young, a director. And it's... Who is it? Emma Booth is the actress that's in it. I know that name. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's so fantastic. She, I think, won the actual award for Best Actress okay. this year. Um, but it's also starring Ashley Cummings from Puberty Blues yeah. and um, Stephen Curry. Oh, yeah, I know Stephen Curry. Um, yeah. It was interesting. Like, it's, such, it's a very good film okay. that you should see. And it's a recent film, too. Um, I mentioned earlier Sweet Country as well. And I'm going to sneak in a TV series. Yeah, fine. I'm going to sneak it in. I'm going to sneak it in. Do it. Um, the Kettering Incident. Oh, I haven't oh. seen that, but everyone says to watch this thing. Oh. The Kettering Incident, yeah. OMG. You need to see it. I, I, I'm writing it down. It's going into my watch list. You, you know, like we, spoke, we spoke during the week about things that I haven't Showrunner seen. Showrunner Vicky Madden wrote this series and it's based in Tasmania. Oh, good. Based on her experiences. I like anything is in Tasmania, except but for it's, people. But, but the, <laughs> it's, look, it, it's, 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 it's not based on her life, but it's based on her growing up in this particular area. Mm. Sci-fi, okay. Really high-end Australian drama with Elizabeth Debicki, 
who's the yep. Aussie actress that was in um, The Great Gatsby and uh, The Night Hotel. What's it called? Not, not, not Night Hotel. What's it called? That... Night Manager? Yes. Yeah. She's in that too. Um, that's the one. And it is really something else. Yeah, right. Like you are hooked. You are watching every uh, yeah, single look, episode. Yeah, honestly, I'm in. And you are wanting the next one. The Kettering Incident. And the next one. And the next one. It's beautiful. It's performed beautifully. Liz, Elizabeth is great. You know, and it's, you need to see it. Sorry, I had to squeeze that in. Yeah. I want to get my parent in a parent bleh. Fuck off. No, but I want to get my parent. <laughs> you want to talk about my mind? You like dogs? You like dogs? You like dogs? You like dogs? You're in this alone. <laughs> You're in this alone. We're about to go into shite impressions. No! <laughs> I'm not ready for this. I'm actually not ready for this. I'm not. I'm not. We should probably do Sean Connery next time. <laughs> Shite impressions. Shite impressions. That's like, that's like an Irish Sean Connery. I don't, does that work? No, it doesn't work. Okay. Shite impressions. So this is the segment that I'm not looking forward to because I, I really... <laughs> I, I'm, I, I know. Seriously, the whole, this whole time since I asked you to be on this podcast, you were like... I'm trying I to change it. <laughs> Can I not just do it? I you, just you don't connect with it. I don't connect with it. I don't connect with it. And you'll, you'll hear in a second who we're doing. Yeah, oh, exactly. you probably won't, we, we, actually. We can talk you probably about, won't. Uh, yeah, no. We can talk about what we're doing is Matthew McConaughey. Oh, you've practiced. He is so you've iconic practiced. in you've, this world. Matthew I, McConaughey, you practice. My life is practicing Matthew McConaughey. So, you know, it's not like I did it specifically well, for this podcast. your life is shit. Yeah, well, you know, I'm I can't sorry. argue with sorry, that. I said it. <laughs> I said it. I said, said it. it out loud. Thanks well, a lot. I'm going to get rid of my first impression. Right? Because I just want to get rid of it. I'm going to get and rid of it. And you know what? It. I never liked your tattoo on your arm. Listen, listen. That's a long enough. Everyone. All right, all right, all right. There you go. Oh, there you have it. You did it's it up done. front. You weren't even ready. I'm like... moving the table. I'm doing everything. Yeah, I was. No. I, you know, I think that was, was actually pretty good. Oh, fuck off. No, it's I'm gonna done. have to listen to that back. Oh, we didn't record it, mate. Oh, we did. <laughs> Stop. We turned to the recording. We looked at the waveform. There's something there. I scared you for a moment there. You oh. have to do it again. Anyway. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Was done. So okay, um, it's obvious. For this one, I need you to actually repeat something back to me. Okay. Uh, what I need you to say to me is, uh, in any which way you want, but okay. uh, no, not on me, man. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, not on me, man. I'm responding or I'm saying first. Yeah, you're going to respond to me. Yeah. Say, man. You got a joint? Uh, not on me, man. <laughs> It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Man, I feel like I was about to sell drugs to you. <laughs> like, not because of the lines, but because of the accent. I really felt I fell into yeah. justified territory. Because great the performance TV is pretty shit. So I, <laughs> I wasn't buying shit from you. I really wasn't. I really wasn't. Uh, oh, that was good. Goodness. That was a good delivery. Thank Where you. Where was that from? Uh, that's from Days to Confused. It's one okay. of my favorite films, okay. man. I love it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, you know when I went, when I said, all right, all right, all right. That's just his life. But is that from Dallas Buyers Club? Well, he does it in every bloody film. Like, honestly, almost every film and li- in life, he, he does it in the Academy Awards. He yeah. does it. It's just, it's, I know, he plays on it. I it, understand. Like Michael Jackson goes, hee, hee. Oh, yeah. I lost my voice. Hang on. <clears throat> oh. Is it a bit louder? Yeah, yeah it's good. Um, he has, all right, all right, yeah. all right. 
Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, you chose an easy one the first time. Yeah. Because I, I just smashed it just then. So. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? What you got? Bring last okay, line. Ready? Bring it. Okay. Sometimes, I just feel like I'm fighting for a life I just don't got time for. No, I fucked it. Sorry. Hold oh, on. Wait, wait. No. no, I didn't do the dialogue right. Beep. Cut. Wait. Go again. Sometimes, I just feel like I'm fighting for a life I just ain't got time to leave. Oh my god, you got the fucking whistle in and everything. That was great. Thank you. That was that was good. You got the whistle in everything. Yes. Oh, Damn. <laughs> you know we're gonna listen Matthew to this back. Matthew was in the house. Yeah. You realize we're gonna listen to this back and realize shit it's we were fucked. drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I sounded like a drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> So this one is also from okay. Dave's Confused. Again, I have to because it's, it's my favorite and it is a creepy line. Okay. And you'll see why. Can I act against this? I will in my mind. Go. Someone walks in, stands next to Matthew McConaughey leaning mm. against the wall, tight pink pants, tight white shirt. And then a young girl walks past him, 17, maybe 18, mm. walks straight past. And he looks at the guy who's just walked in next to him and says, I love her. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Start again. Yeah, start again. Go. Shh. I love high school chicks, man. I get older and they stay the same age. Yes. <laughs> that was terrible. It's so Can I bad. Try? Uh, Can I try doing your line? Yeah, do it. Yeah, please. I like high school chicks. Wait, what's the line? <laughs> uh, I love high school chicks, man. I get older. They stay the same age. I love high school chicks. I get older. They stay the same age. You, oh! You sound like Jake Gyllenhaal doing that line That's okay. uh, later in life after Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> 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 he's come down the mountain and he's like, you know what? Actually, I like high school chicks, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm doing it. Up on a mountain wasn't all as uh, begged uh, up to be, you know? They said to try it. I tried it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. It was fit. It was okay. It wasn't too hard to get into. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're going to move on to uh, all right, all right, all right. Drunk Guys in a Bucket. <laughs> Two drunk guys and a dog licking my hand and a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really intimidated by this bucket. Like, I'm actually, yeah, it yeah, scares yeah, I know. me. I know. There's a lot of uh, paper in there and you just never know what's going to there come out. There is literally... There's I a should let Charlie lick it. Char Charlie, Charlie, you're attacking me. Charlie, <laughs> stay away. There's literally a, a, like a, a bucket in front of us and I feel... Mm. I'm actually scared. I'm actually scared. The, like, bucket, the bucket travels everywhere with me. Even when I go out to dinner, it sits in front of me <laughs> just in case someone says, hey, man, you want to talk about something? I'm like, wait, let me yeah. put my hand into the bucket. Yeah, but I'm scared, like, as I put my hand in, what is actually in there? Like, I don't know. Like, what is it? All right. So um, I'm just going to... Let me get this out. Unravel this particular thing. What is it? And what we is... have the word, one word... Off stage. What? Off stage. Off stage. Yeah, but it's, it's, there's one word on here. I don't write these things. Our fans do. Off stage. I should say listeners. They may not be fans. They might listen to write about they me and, hate, and yeah. hate me. They might hate me. Probably <laughs> they me. might. They might hate Charlie. Yeah. They can't hate Charlie. Um, okay. So off stage, off stage. Let's think about this. Okay, if, if 
okay, off stage, off stage, off stage drama, antics, craziness, off stage. Well, I mean, stage is the part that sort of kicks for me, off stage, because I think of like off Broadway sort of things. Although I don't know really films that are particularly off Broadway. Yeah, no, can I go to mine first? Yeah, yeah, I know you're leading towards yours, but let's go. Well, I'm thinking of off Broadway shows that might be on film. Oh, okay. Interesting. I'll keep thinking. Can I go on my tangent? Sure. Which is off stage. Okay. What do you got? Which is all, where all this drama happens, or most of the drama happens, but it also happens on stage too, is Black Swan. Yeah, Darren Aronofsky. Yes. Okay. Yeah, um, That's Natalie. the first thing that occurred to me as Portman. you said that. Like for some, like it's not Broadway, but it's, it's the drama that happens off stage yeah. for the most part. For the yeah, most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good one. Mm, that mm. is a good one. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think of the, yeah, you know what? Who was the other person besides Natalie Portman in that? Uh, uh, Kunis. That's it. She was great. They were mm. both. They were, everyone was great mm. in that. In fact, it was probably one of the first times that I, I liked a Darren Aronofsky film. Why? Where, where, where are we going with this? Uh, what do you like? Reckon for a dream. It's fantastic. I haven't seen it. Pie. It's fantastic. No, 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 no. I'll give you Reckon, even though I haven't seen it, because I know that that's a film that people say is great. How dare you with Pie? Pie? Are you serious? That's a mathematical equation. It's not a film. Anyway, can I give you the soundtrack for Pie? You ready? Oh, music to my ears. That's music to my ears. I love it. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> That's the, that is honestly I the soundtrack oh, for Pi. You've taken me back. I put that on VHS and I thought at the time, I wish I had invented DVD, even though it hadn't been out yet. <laughs> so I could skip past this crap. No, it's great. Like, how does someone from Van Diemen's Land not get a leg up yet? Someone from Pi. Pi? 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 Yeah, okay. Well, give me your offstage. Give me your offstage. No, no, no. I want to talk about Black Swan more. No, no. Was Black Swan one of yours? It, well, I had it in mind uh, just, as, okay. just yeah, quickly. I mean, I can't say that it was mine because I just I had something okay. in mind. Right. But um, I was thinking of stage and that's what I got to first yeah. because uh, I really enjoyed that film. Mm. Um, and uh, Natalie Portman, have you ever heard of Lonely Island? Yeah, the, the group that sings that... Uh, God, I can't remember his name. Yeah, so Adam Sandberg. Yes. So Adam Sandberg uh, is one of the leads in this, and he, he's like a rap group. It's a comedy rap group. But he also does Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's the lead character in mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So um, he did an album where they brought in um, Natalie Portman. Have you, have you not heard that song? I have like a vague memory. What do you do, Natalie? I fucking fight. What do you do, Natalie? I fuck all night. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Those are probably not the words, but no. that's what I hear every time I hear this song. <laughs> that's right. That's uh, why you're a sick fuck. The- um, <laughs> I want to hear off stage. Tell me your off stage thoughts. Okay, uh, are you, are you no, struggling? So, so the other one I was I was going towards is um, another film, uh, Birdman, Michael mm. Keaton. Because that again, I, I actually haven't good. seen all of this film. I, I've seen oh. maybe, maybe, yeah, I know. Um, yeah. There should be some rules around this segment. Well, no, but the rule, there are no rules. That's the point of the segment is it takes you to where you go. And I, I've right. seen half of this film. And I thought, because it had Edward Dalton in it and things like that on stage. And I thought that yeah. what I saw was brilliant. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I can't remember why, but I had to stop watching. It wasn't because I was bored or anything like that. I just had to stop watching. 
and I never got a chance to go back to it. And for whatever reason, it's just completely fallen off the radar. And I need to get back to mm. see this film because mm. I've heard it's great. Do you but, know? Yeah. Sorry, I'm bracing no, no, you. Go, yeah. I'm berating you Berate me, go about on. not seeing that that film. Well, I'll go back. I you will. started that film, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is it's commendable, isn't it? Right? Yeah. Oh, it's a great film. Wait. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> What's come to my mind for well, off stage? Hey, can I finish mine is, first? Well, no, can I just say this because it connects directly <laughs> to yours? Is centre stage. Which I haven't even seen. I haven't ah! seen it. Like I'm, I'm criticizing you for not seeing like all of Birdman. Yet I have never seen Center Stage. Although yet that I occurred feel to me in terms of like you know films that are on the um, better acting list. <laughs> you know if that's where we're going with your argument before. Birdman is possibly further. I than know, but listen, you pulled out a fucking word from a bucket, I know. and this is what occurred to me. And I'm sorry, this is it. I know, but I feel bad for Brady. Center Stage you. was okay. the next one I was going to come up with because, uh, but, but they had a massive Michael Jackson scene right at the end, mm. and that's kind of the like the revelation of how yeah. good. And, is it a good yeah, film? I don't even know. Oh, is it know. Julia Stiles? Uh, no, that was um, Save the Last Dance. Julia so, Stiles. What's who's the center stage? Oh, why, is it, why am I thinking of it? So no, what, I don't think it was anyone, really. Like, it was just, it's just it's a great... No, me. it was actually just a great film. Right. Like, it really was. Um, and uh, I've seen that multiple times. Back mm. when it was out. I haven't seen yeah. it lately. Um, but uh, I, I don't know if I recommend it for you to watch. No, don't. No. It's a, this is purely based on memory moment. Completely, this is what yeah, comes yeah, to yeah. Our, our mind. What I remember from that film is that I really enjoyed it and that most people did at the time as well. But soon after that came into my mind, Pitch Perfect did too. So it's sort of like... Yeah. But I try, I'm telling you what, what thoughts no, no, it's fine. came to my mind. That was a no, thought. No, it's fine. But I'll, I, the reason why I want to go back to Birdman is because of Michael Keaton. You know, and he is... Uh, you know, he's very important to my life uh, mm. because of him playing Batman. You know, and as a young kid... Yeah. Is this, he, the, is this the same Batman that Penguin was into? Yeah, so uh, so basically he did the Danny? first two Batmans. Mm. Um, and they were both very important to me because as a kid, that was the first time I really saw a proper superhero up on screen mm. in live action. Uh, <clears throat> and a lot of other people out there also are <laughs> the same. But the thing for him is that he, he did a lot of good roles early on in his mm. life. And then around sort of 98, somewhere around there, he kind of just fell off like he didn't stop working he kept working but honestly he just fell out of who michael keaton was it's kind of like you know brad pitt when you think of brad pitt you mm. think of good roles um big celebrity pick and choose what he wants to do michael keaton was kind of that guy like, the guy who could pick and choose what he wanted to do and then yeah somewhere mm. in that late 90s section he just fell out of favor and i i, I don't know why maybe someone can um <laughs> Write to me on Facebook or whatnot and tell me why. But after Birdman, has he fallen out again or not? <clears throat> no, not at all, man. Okay. So okay. I would say that um, as he's headed towards Birdman, because uh, he did, he, so he did a little bit parts. So he was in the other guys with um, Will Ferrell and that, and you know it was it was very quick, but it was almost announcing him back into the larger um, Hollywood oh, film yeah. structure again. So that was good. Then he was in RoboCop, and that was good. Is in a couple of other bits and pieces, but Birdman was the one that put him back on the map as, man, you're Michael Keaton. How the fuck did we forget about you? You know, did you ever go on and watch um, Spotlight? No. So no, I didn't see that. No, there's no, no, no. a great film. I know. I know did you watch The Founder? No. And I, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have watched that. No. Again, it, you know, it's about the creation of McDonald's and he plays the guy that, 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 that basically takes like the idea of McDonald's away from the original creators and makes it what it is today. And it's hard to watch, 
but also brilliant. It, it really is. He plays such a normal person. And you think, oh, that must be easy. But to play a normal person is really hard. Mm. And he does it with you know, such vigor. He's, he's amazing. Then this is, um, he was an American assassin. Um, mm. Fine. It was, a, it was a whatever role. It was meant to be more than it was. Um, his part was good. The film fell apart. But this is where it was, Spider-Man Homecoming. And he, and he plays a character that becomes um, like the Falcon. And it's, it's rooted in the real, real world where, you know, he takes... Um, he's a guy who sort of cleans up building sites and all that sort of stuff. And he takes all of these parts from the Avengers films because Spider-Man is now set in the Avengers world. And he creates his own bird suit, a Falcon suit. But it comes down to one scene where he's sitting in a taxi with Spider-Man but not dressed up as Spider-Man. So Peter Parker, obviously. Peter Parker. And, Peter, and, and then Peter Parker's you know, girlfriend at the time, which is also the daughter of Michael Keaton. And the tension between... We talked about Get Out before and the tension that happens, you know. Tension in this scene is something I never expected to see in a comic book movie. So if you haven't seen Spider-Man Homecoming because you're not into comic book movies and things like that, fine. I'm not asking you to go and watch it. I'm asking anyone listening right now to find the scene... And I'm sure people have tagged it the way I'm about to say it, but Michael Keaton in car with Peter Parker. Mm. That's what you need to watch. Mm. Mm. Although, without the context of the whole film, maybe it doesn't work. I haven't, obviously, I know. Obviously You've really film. built that up, but I mean, I, I'm going to trust. <laughs> well, can we put that on the list for tonight Michael to watch? Michael Keaton in a car. We're okay. going to watch that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> how dare you? Michael it's Keaton in every car. So That's good. how he gets in a car. Oh, it's full my attention. God. What else you got? What else you got? Oh, I, that's all I've got. Like I, 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 that's all that came to mind for me. I don't know. Okay. Like, it's, that's I, fine. I'm going. I mentioned Pitch Perfect, and obviously the the new one's coming out or has come out. I don't know. One of the yeah, two. Pitch Perfect three came out. Um, uh, I saw that as I said. Yeah, you, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it was. I saw half of it because I left halfway through. Why? I need to get a catch train. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's really fucking boring. I live. I live a long way away from where red carpets um, are held, so yeah. I need to leave early. Oh, that's fucked. Yeah, I gotta get you know. It's a whole logistical problem. Getting cabs. Yeah. Getting, you know, okay, I want to hear no it. No one wants to hear that. No one wants no to hear that. that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so do you I do have ha- anything else? I know I do. I do have a real one real life um, experience, which is a, sort of a. It's actually on Broadway, but it's a stage show, and I saw the last ever Hugh Jackman last boy. Um, sorry, Boy from Oz, the last ever show he did for that in New York. Oh. Yeah. I just happened to be walking through New York that day. You know, I just, oh, just yeah, I walked out of my house in Sydney and went, you know, let's go to New York. That's right. That's right. I can't watch Pitch Perfect 3, but I can uh, be in New York. And just happened to watch The Black <laughs> Okay. Who is this person? This is uh, early 2000s and uh, I was with a friend of mine who, uh, yeah, we're just, we're just wandering, you know, just checking out the sites and, and we went past one of those ticket sale things. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, and they just had some last minute tickets saying, hey, it's the last the last ever show for Hugh Jackman like, like Hugh Jackman I'm Aussie oh I should go well it was pretty much that yeah. it was that yeah. Australian connection of because you know he was in some films obviously at that point but he wasn't who he is today we thought well, let's go and do it and my god he was amazing mm. like absolutely brilliant which is why I want to see The Greatest Showman because I've seen him do that job um, without having to have cut let's yeah. do it again because it wasn't as good you know that sort of setup and lighting he did it on stage and he was For two fantastic. Hours. So it's funny when you see really accomplished actors on stage. Like I saw um, Kate Blanchett in A Streetcar Named Desire. 
Oh, man. She was giving everything. Like, yeah. everything. And at the end, you could see, you know, when they did the curtain call and the, the bow. She was, she gave it all. Like, she was so really? exhausted by the end of it. And I, was that like, recently? I'd love no, to see is, that. No, this was years ago. This oh, was four or five years ago. Thanks but for she, the light. yeah. But it was incredible. And this, I can imagine, like, with uh, Hugh Jackman, like, you know, that he gives everything. And, and when you see that yeah. live, like, you see it in films, like, you see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. He's incredible. You know, like, you see this stuff. But when you see it live and you yeah. see them performing and, and actually doing their craft in the moment with no retakes, nothing, it's incredible. It is, it is. And oh. uh, you can see why they get paid what they do. Um, mm. You know, I'd love to be in that position. I think that I could sing. I can't. can't I think sing. that I can do impressions. I can't. I think I can you act. You can try rapping. I can't. You can't do impersonations, but you can, <laughs> <laughs> you can try rapping. You can try uh, rapping. We've we'll, we'll tried rapping. Maybe we'll bring that up on another uh, podcast. Oh. Uh, so that's the end of our show today, guys. I hope oh. you liked it. I hope you enjoyed Tony's sultry voice from across the table. Oh. Uh, how did you, you enjoy it, mate? You're... <sighs> Look, it was interesting. Oh. No. <laughs> what like, does that mean? No, it was good. Like it was, I, I just, I, I'm sort of concerned about like people thinking I'm a bit of a fucking dickhead, but like that's <laughs> it's fine. That would be with the rest of the paying public. Uh... <laughs> no, but it was good. It was good to talk. It was good to chat. You yeah, know, yeah. like it was good to talk about. I'm really glad that you like get out. Like I'm obviously yeah, you know, like yeah, I'm excited yeah. by that alone. Um, you know, yeah, it's not get... often we agree on films, so it was really nice to agree on that one. I yeah. kind of want yeah, to yeah. mention before we went. If you had seen any ASMR videos, oh right, you, <laughs> explain to me what that is because I, I don't know what I actually don't know what okay, it is. Okay, so just just give us some quick like we're gonna go. It's like this is like way too long, but like it's I wanted to share like recently the last few weeks I've I've sort of started getting into YouTube videos, um, ASMR videos. So ASMR, what is it? They're like, what's it? ASMR stands for like automatic sensory meridian response. There's something I, can't, I don't know what it is, but right. uh, in terms of uh, the, the acronym, but ever since I was a kid, I remember, <laughs> this is going back, this oh won't God. be long. Where no, are we going? Long. What's happening? It won't be long. I thought we're leaving. It won't be long. No, ever since I was a kid, I remember going to the library. Is this like a PS in a letter? <laughs> PS, no, 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 ASMR. No, no, no. <laughs> um, ever since I was a kid, I remember going to the library and sitting like watching the librarian every week they had like a reading of a book oh right yeah, yeah. and they still do that you know do they yeah, oh. yeah well in in england where we were yeah ah, we so but yeah. i remember this as a child as a memory sure. and they she would read a book and every time she'd turn the page i really was enchanted by a the page turning sound sure like i was almost, i was almost not listening to the words but i was watching the motion and hearing yeah. the sound and every time she turned the page, her bangles on her arm would yeah, fall down her yeah. wrist. I remember that was a like, classic teacher. And move. I was enchanted by that sound okay. and the sound the page made. Almost to the, and it, almost to the point where it gave me like these tingles like in my body. Like I would almost feel like really relaxed by it. Yeah. And so recently I've discovered that this particular... Oh, oh, there's a... Oh, there's a bit of a beer opening <laughs> sound happening here. Yeah, this is a freaking thirteen dollar. It's a delicious thirteen dollar. It is beer delicious, but from the batch dollars, company. man, that's that's tough. It's tough, but it's incredible. How can they? I paid it, but how could they? No, <laughs> it's really good. Anyway, sorry, man. It's ASMR. Really 
And so the, I'm really the, interested. Keep going. So the the, the idea, asshole. <laughs> 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 oh, um, but the idea of this sound, the idea of this like it, the the sound of this whole thing just enchanted me. Yeah, yeah. And so, so what is this? What and so recently, <laughs> the last few weeks, I have been watching these YouTube videos and this has been a thing that's been going on for a few sure. years I've discovered yeah, yeah, yeah. that not many people know because I'm telling people like the last few have you heard of this ASMR they have no idea what this is like I'm crazy well get onto it what's ASMR you know, tell me it is people who do videos that yeah. literally touch on these things so they touch on these on things nostalgic you, things only no or just they sounds? touch on these things that give you tingles is what they call it tingles and so this like feeling the videos tingles shush tingles is where they oh, seriously? do what the pimple videos where people no, love those no, pimple no, videos. No, that's not, no. All oh, right, okay. No, no, that's, that's gross. Um, but where they give you, like, tingles of this feeling where you have across your spine and your body that feels like it puts you in a state of relaxation. Can and we put one up on, sleep. can you recommend a good one and yes. we can put it up on the Facebook yeah, sure, page? Sure. All right. Sure. Just ASMR because darling. I don't think you, you can verbally get this across. Like, yeah. It's, it's difficult. And so they use certain things like sounds. So if you were to, like, I'm doing this sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to whisper the entire way. Oh my God. And when I whisper, you're going to really enjoy this. Are we making ASMR right now? Shh. Yeah, we are. Oh my gosh. I'm tingling. But I'm, I'm going to go to my phone and now try different sounds that will make you fall asleep. Oh my God. No, no uh, more. Listen, stop. <laughs> I listen. get it. I get I it. I know, I get it. But this is the thing. This is weird, right? But Can you we just do see it? it. And so, like, th- when I saw this in the last few weeks, I was like, oh, I sort of get this. This reminds me of when I was a kid yeah, yeah, yeah. with the bangles and the library. And I was like, oh, this. And it helps you fall asleep. It helps you relax. It gets into a state of yeah, yeah. feeling like, you know, like. But it's like an app where they say, uh, you like the rain. So we're going to put a rain. Totally. Thing but this on is there it. It's sensory. But now it's this is more towards your childhood. Hearing. There's role play. There's yeah, role play. Yeah. There's different things where people hey, connect child. with it. Come into my room. <laughs> Take off your clothes. Oh, can I play that one? Um, <laughs> but, no, but... I feel you have many a times. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, no, but, but, but there is. There's different. There's role play. There's all sorts of things. There's all sorts of like... It, it, it connects to even uh, unboxings, you know, where people unbox, unbox yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. My son loves watching unboxings. But this is yeah, what yeah. it's about. It's about yeah, this whole yeah, yeah. feeling of like... Oh, like it's like opening just, a present. He loves yeah. opening presents. That, he loves watching people like, You know that yeah. feeling it gives you? Like it's yeah. this heightened feeling. That's why people feeling. watch games as well. Like people watch other people playing oh. games. I oh, know, I get it. It man. all connects. This is this yeah, whole thing yeah, and yeah. I feel like we need to do some research about this. But but like it seriously, like this fascinates me. And it's so, living in other... Uh, I feel it's living in other people's worlds. Um, man, we should do a, a Coffee Shop Conversations on that. It's my new podcast. If you haven't uh, listened, to switch over. Look up Coffee Shop Conversations. Uh, but uh, maybe we should do a podcast about that, ASMR, mm. and, and, and do a few examples and stuff. Because I'd actually be really... We'll find someone who does the videos. We'll reach out to them. We'll get them on. And we'll do something about it. In my last few weeks. Like no, brilliant, brilliant, yeah. brilliant. Maybe you can help me out with that. And we'll do the three of us uh, talking about but it. But they even did all the top ASMR people in the world did a... Secret Santa unboxing of gifts. So they, they delivered gifts to each other without yeah, knowing who they yeah, were. Yeah. And part of the unboxing was the sound of unboxing. No, like, no, you know, I'm into it. Let's let's do this. I think we're yeah, we're gonna have to. It's, it's off this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's let's finish there because I think we, we can move on with that. I, I like that. Maybe we could mm. do a um a movie, ASMR like opening the DVD, 
pressing the button in the middle of getting the DVD <sighs> out, putting sound. it into the DVD yes. machine. Oh. oh, right. Maybe we can do that. We'll yep. do that. All right. So we'll put up an example on Facebook, and then I'm going to ask you to do an ASMR DVD opening, like brand new, uh, covered in plastic. I'll be touching, touching. touching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and then yes. we'll put up our example, yes. of it and we'll see how we go. See, yeah. see if we yeah, rate the but look it up, ASMR on yeah. YouTube. I, I'm, I, I'm actually interested. I like mm, that sort of stuff. Mm, mm. Uh, mate, thanks for joining me today. Thank you. It's been, uh, it's been a pleasure. Um, and uh, I hope that you join us in the future for this show. Do you really? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think you... But how you, would we go with Jason, me? Like, is this a weird combination? Or is no, it okay? I, I think uh, well, when he's doing all the work... Um, I think you and I could just sit there and make jokes. Just give him shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> he knows. He kn- he knows his place. Um, but that's uh, that's fine. Thanks. Cheers. Bye. Thank you, Sean. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye, bro.